Welcome to Wayne Zion Lutheran Church in Royal Modest Hall. This is Sunday, April the 16th, 2023, second Sunday of Easter. The sermon is by Pastor Lynn Vanderob. The accompanist is Barb Andreessen. The lector is Roland Vanderob. This week's broadcast is sponsored by Mary, Shane, and Brett Clausen in memory of Chuck Clausen. Thank you for joining us today. At the foot of the cross, I can hardly take it in that the King of all creation was dying for my sin and the pain and agony and the thorns that pierced your head and the hardness of sinful heart that left you there for dead and oh what mercy I have found at the cross of Calvary I will never know your loneliness all on account of me and I will bow my knee before your throne cause your love Hallelujah. Christ is risen. Let us share in confession of forgiveness. You'll find this on page 94 in the front of your hymnal. We begin in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Almighty God, to whom all hearts are open and all desires are known, and from whom no secrets are hid. Cleanse the thoughts of our hearts by the inspiration of your Holy Spirit, that we may perfectly love you and worthily magnify your holy name through Jesus Christ our Lord. Let us confess our sin in the presence of God and of one another. Most merciful God, we confess that we are captive to sin and cannot free ourselves. We have sinned against you in thought, word, and deed by what we have done and by what we have left undone. We have not loved you with our whole heart. We have not loved our neighbors as ourselves. For the sake of your Son, Jesus Christ, have mercy on us, forgive us, renew us, and lead us, so that we may delight in your will and walk in your ways to the glory of your holy name. Amen. God, who is rich in mercy, loved us even when we're dead in sin and made us alive together with Christ. By grace you have been saved in the name of Jesus Christ. Your sins are forgiven. Almighty God, strengthen you with power through the Holy Spirit that Christ may live in your hearts through faith. Amen. 
Let us sing our gathering song, Christ has risen, Alleluia, 364. service continues on page 147 in the front of your hymnal. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. In peace let us pray to the Lord. For the peace from above and for our salvation, let us pray to the Lord. For the peace of the whole world, 
for the well-being of the church of God and for the unity of all. Let us pray to the Lord. For this holy house and for all who offer here their worship and praise, let us pray to the Lord. Help, save, comfort, and defend us, gracious Lord. Glory to God in the highest, and peace to God's people on earth. On this second Sunday of Easter, I ask you to, to share with me in the prayer of the day, as you'll find printed on the front of your celebrate insert, let us pray. Almighty and eternal God, the strength of those who believe and the hope of those who doubt, may we who have not seen have faith in you and receive the fullness of Christ's blessing, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God now and forever. Amen. Let us receive God's word. The first reading is from the second chapter of Acts. <clears throat> Peter, standing with the eleven, raised his voice and addressed the crowd. You are the Israelites. Listen to what I have to say. Jesus of Nazareth, a man attested to you by God with deeds of power, wonders, and signs that God did through him among you as you, you yourselves know, this man handed over to you according to the defense plan and foreknowledge of God, you crucified and killed by the hands of those outside the law. But God raised him up, having freed him from death, because it was impossible for him to be held in its power. For David says concerning him, I saw the Lord always before me, for he is at my right hand, so that I will not be shaken. Therefore, my heart was glad, and my tongue rejoiced. Moreover, my flesh will live in hope. For you will not abandon my soul to Hades, or let your Holy One experience corruption. 
You have made known to me the ways of life. You will make me full of gladness with your presence. Fellow Israelites, I may say to you confidently of our ancestor David that he both died and was buried, and his tomb is with us to this day. Since he was a prophet, he knew that God had sworn with an oath to him that he would put one of his descendants on his throne. For seeing this, David spoke of the resurrection of the Messiah, saying, He was not abandoned to Hades, nor did his flesh experience corruption. This Jesus God raised up, and of that we are all witnesses. The word of the Lord. Psalm 16. to the Lord, you are my Lord, my good above all other. But those who run after other gods shall have their troubles second reading is from the first chapter of 1 Peter. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. By his great mercy he has given us a new birth into a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead and into an inheritance that is imperishable, undefiled, 
and unfading, kept in heaven for you, who are being protected by the power of God through faith for a salvation ready to be revealed in the last time. In this you rejoice, even if now for a little while you have had to suffer various trials, so that the genuineness of your faith being more precious than gold that, though not perishable, is tested by fire, may be found to result in praise and glory and honor when Jesus Christ is revealed. Although you may have not seen him, you love him. And even though you do not see him now, you believe in him and rejoice with an indescribable and glorious joy, for you are receiving the outcome of your faith, the salvation of your souls. The word of the Lord. Please rise. For the gospel acclamation, you'll find this on page 151. gospel according to John. Glory to you, O Lord. Please be seated. When it was evening on that day, the first day of the week, and the doors of the house where the disciples had met were locked for fear of the Jews, Jesus came and stood among them and said, Peace be with you. After he said this, he showed them his hands and his side, then the disciples rejoiced when they saw the Lord. Jesus said to them again, Peace be with you. As the Father has sent me, so I send you. When he had said this, he breathed on to them and said to them, Receive the Holy Spirit. If you forgive the sins of any, they are forgiven them. If they retain the sins of any, they are retained. But Thomas who was called the twin, one of the twelve, was not with them when Jesus came. So the disciples told him, We have seen the Lord. But he said to them, Unless I see the marks of the nails in his hands and put my fingers in the marks of the nails and my hand in his side, I will not believe. A week later, his disciples were again in the house and Thomas was with them. Although the doors were shut, Jesus came and stood among them and said, Peace be with you. Then he said to Thomas, Put your finger here and see my hands. Reach out your hand and put it in my side. Do not doubt, but believe. Thomas answered him, My Lord, my God. Jesus said to him, Have you believed because you have seen me? Blessed are those who have not seen and yet come to believe. Now Jesus did many other signs in the presence of his disciples, which are not written in this book, but these are written, so that you may come to believe that Jesus, Jesus is the Messiah, the Son of God, and that through believing, you may have life in his name. The Gospel of our Lord. Well, where shall God take us today? I would like to start with a word of prayer over God's word for us this morning. So let us pray. 
Lord God, we thank you on this glorious day that you come to us in our hearts and in our minds so that we may truly believe. Lord, bless the word that you have placed on my heart. May it be your word and not mine. And it's in Jesus' name and authority that we pray. Amen. Amen. Blessed be the God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Amen. The words from 1 Peter. There seems to be a synergy that I found this week between our text, our gospel text, and the text from 1 Peter. This idea of belief and faith and what that means for you and for me as we live out each day on this planet. You know, Thomas, he gets a bad rap for doubting. The poor guy just wanted what his buddies received, right? He wanted that visual of seeing Jesus that all the disciples already experienced and the women had received at the tomb. And he wanted that for himself. And Jesus knew that. And so in that second week, Jesus comes And Jesus meets him where he's at in his faith journey, in his belief. And gives him exactly what he asked for, exactly what he needed at that moment in time. Look at my hands. Put your hand in those holes. Put your hand in my side. And as soon as he did that, he goes, my Lord, my God. So he went from this, I just want what you have, to thank you, Lord. It is true. I do believe. I have seen. I have felt. And then Jesus says to him, Have you believed because you've seen me? Blessed are those who have not seen, yet have come to believe. And then it says right at the end of that text, Now Jesus did many other signs in the presence of his disciples, which are not written in this book. But these are written so that you may come to believe. So these words have been written for us to come to believe. That Jesus is the Messiah, the Son of God. And that through believing, we may have life in his name. So the truth of this book, the truths that are written through on every single page and every single verse... Give us this ability to come to believe who Jesus truly is. We celebrated amazing worship last week all across this world. Of the resurrection of Jesus Christ. That we can come to believe that he is truly alive. That he wasn't held by death. So that we could have life in his name. And so then we go to our Peter, 1 Peter text. And it says, although you have not seen him, you love him. Even though you do not see him now, you believe in him. Rejoice with, hear this, rejoice with indescribable and joyous joy. Indescribable and glorious joy. For you are receiving the outcome of your faith and the salvation of your souls. This gift of belief, this gift of faith comes from Jesus Christ. And through his resurrection and our salvation 
from our sins. That's where that comes from. And Peter says in that verse 3, By God's great mercy, God has given us new birth into a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead. So our gospel text says, Through believing you may have life in his name. And in Peter's text it says, Through believing you will rejoice with indescribable and glorious joy and have living hope. So to have life in his name and to have living hope. I don't know about you, but I want that every day. Every hour of every day. Because there's so much in this world that takes that away from us. Or at least tries to. And Jesus says, it doesn't need to be that way. Because there is this indescribable, glorious joy that is in his name when we have him in our hearts through faith and believing in him. You know, this resurrection, it's really quite a phenomenal mystery. Isn't it? There's this divine breaking in where heaven and earth are united through the resurrection of Jesus Christ. And we're told that this living hope is three things. Imperishable, undefiled, and unfading. It's not going anywhere, folks. It's here for us. Imperishable, undefiled, and unfading. And I think that's something that we need to remind ourselves every day as we're bombarded with the evils of this world and the things that we hear. That this is truly the truth. Jesus is the truth. And that's the standard by which we measure everything else. Or we should. We ought. I'm reminded of something that Paul says in Romans chapter 10. What an amazing chapter in Romans. If you're bored, read it. It's good. He says this. He says, if you declare with your mouth, Jesus is Lord, and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead... You will be saved. For it is with your heart that you believe and are justified. And it is with our mouth that you profess the faith and are saved. Last week, Pastor preached beautifully on the fact that we need to go and tell. We don't keep it to ourselves. We are all here today because someone shared the gospel of the Lord with us. We just didn't wander off the street going, I wonder what that building is out in the middle of a cornfield. We're here because someone shared the gospel with us. We, someone went and told us. Someone shared it with us. I was blessed to grow up in Canada in a time where when we went to school... Um, we sang God Save the Queen. We recited the Lord's Prayer. And in first, second, and third grade, our teacher read us a Bible story. That stopped about um, 
as far as saying the Lord's Prayer, I think I was either in fourth or fifth grade. So that was 1974 or 1975 that that came to a conclusion. Shame on us. Shame on us. Shame on our church for allowing that to happen. What did I learn as a first and second and third grader hearing those Bible stories, learning the Lord's Prayer? It reinforced every single day of the week other than Saturday what the Lord wanted me to know. Because we went to church on Sunday. It was a part of our life. And it was important. And it was reinforced. So God gives us this truth. We receive the truth. And then we're to go and proclaim that truth. So back to our Peter text. In this you rejoice. Even if now for a little while you have to suffer trials. So that the genuineness of your faith being more precious than gold. More precious than gold. Though perishable is tested by fire. That you may be found to result in praise and glory. So that even in the trials. We know that God is with us. That we can praise and give glory to God even in the midst of the chaos of the life we know that we live each and every day. All of us have been through the valleys of life. We might be in a valley right now or we might be just leaving the valley. It's kind of the cycle of life. And to know that God is there from the beginning when we enter it all the way through it and he holds our hand on the way out of it. And can we, in that midst, praise and honor God in the midst of that? And Jesus in our text from Peter says, yes you can because he's with you. Because that glorious is imperishable, undefiled, and unfading. It is there with us every single day. We just need to get into the word. And stand on that truth. God comes to us through the Holy Spirit each and every day. And he says here I am. We just kind of need to tune the little knob on our antenna on our radio. To fine tune that channel. So that we're hearing the word of the Lord. Because sometimes this world tries to put far more static into our life than that clear word. So we need to be intentional. I go to bed almost every night. Well, I go to bed every night. <laughs> but almost every night, I have an earbud in my ear and I listen... Um, the Bible Gateway because they have an audio version of the Bible. And so I can pick up any book out of the Bible and I go to sleep listening to scripture. I don't do that every night, but I bet you I probably do at least four to five nights a week. And if I'm preaching, I put that preaching text on in my ear the night before. So I listened to First Peter, um, the whole book last night as I drifted off into dreamland. Even though I'm sleeping, it's still speaking to my spirit and speaking to my soul. 
And so if you don't have time through the day to actually open the book, it's another way to do that. And you can put it on your stereo in your car and listen to scripture. And if you're out in your tractor um, getting that ground ready, you can put on an audio Bible and listen to scripture that way. We need to find ways to be intentional to be into the word. My teachers when I was in first, second, and third grade were intentional about giving us the word of God. And it made a difference in my life. And so we need to be intentional each and every day with our children and with ourselves to be in the word because remember it says it is imperishable, undefiled, and unfading. So the more we feed ourselves, the more nourished we become and the more resilient we can be when the hard times of life hit and they do. And they do. And when all our friends around us in our church community are well nourished and well fed, they can be strong for us as well. So it is a community endeavor. And so Jesus Christ is our living hope. It's imperishable, undefiled, and unfading. And when we believe that we, with our whole heart, we are filled with this indescribable and glorious joy despite the trials of life we face on earth. We can be filled with God's love. And for that, we say, Amen. Let us sing of the hymn of the day. Good Christian friends, rejoice and sing.
Our service continues with the Apostles' Creed. Let us share the affirmation of our faith as it's found in the Apostles' Creed. I'll invite the congregation to please rise. You'll find it printed on 127 in the front of your hymnal or the back inside cover or from the heart. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, God's only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended to the dead. On the third day, he rose again. He ascended into heaven. He is seated at the right hand of the Father, and he will come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. United in the hope and the joy of the resurrection, let us pray for the church, the world, and all in need. God of rebirth, the good news is your resurrection brings refreshment to a weary world, a living hope. Following the women at the tomb, empower us to boldly share your radical love through our words and our work. Hear us, O oh God. As you breathe your spirit into the disciples, breathe your spirit of healing upon all creation. Nourish the earth with sufficient rains. Strengthen us to encounter the effects of pollution and destruction. Hear us, O oh God. You prepare the disciples for their ministry by calming their fears and granting them your grace. Equip our communities and our leaders. Give them the spirit of peace and hearts that burn for justice and that their leadership reflects your love. Hear us, O oh God. You come among us in unexpected ways. Send us to those who hide in fear or question your love, being a healing presence for any isolated by addiction, incarnation, incarceration, mental illness, chronic pain, sickness, grief. Lord, this morning we lift before you Joyce Osterkamp and her, her family, Dean and Lisa and Annette, for Kevin, and Keith, surround her with your love. And Lord, for Sharon Soper and her husband Roger and their two girls who are coming along her side these days. And for Teresa Engelbart and her continued treatment. For Kalinda Stedmuller and Sandy Jensen who deal with unsurmountable pain every day. For Dick Meyer, Jan Rickles' brother, who's battling cancer, and Lynette Mork, Lisa Farley's aunt, Charles Walters, George's brother, and his niece, Brenda Smith, who's serving as a missionary in Kenya to provide protection, and for the family of Larry Clover, Kevin and Annette Smith, and Jillian, Britt, and Mackenzie, Colt, and Cash, as they mourn his loss, surround them with your love. 
And for those who provide protection to others, who serve in harm's way, who are in the military, we lift before you, and we're, we're thankful that we had the visit from Ben last week, but we lift before you these names, Ben Harms and David Frankford, Trevor Owen, Dustin Starn, and Spencer Hansen. Hear us, O oh God. As you met the disciples on the road to Emmaus, show us your presence along our journeys through the valleys and taking us up out of the valley holding our hands. Bless our doubts and our questions and provide trusting and safe relationships for all ages to nurture our connection with you and with one another. Hear us, O oh God. Resurrection God, you bring us to new life every day. Thank you for blessing us with companions in our faithful journey. This building out in the middle of a cornfield for us to go and to tell and to invite and to come and to know that you are a living hope for all of us, especially those who now rest in your love. Strengthen us with eternal peace of your promise. Hear us, O God. Rejoicing the victory of Christ's resurrection, we lift our prayers and praise to you, almighty and eternal God, through Jesus Christ, our risen Lord. Amen. The peace of Christ be with you always. We receive this morning's offering, and I invite Sophia to come forward as we are helping our friends in Turkey around the world with the noisy coin offering. And look at the kids are coming. I invite the congregation to rise as we bring our offerings forward at this time. maker of all things. Through your goodness, you have blessed us with these gifts, ourselves, our time, and our possession. Use us in what we have gathered in feeding the world with your love through the one who gave himself for us, Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord. Amen. Amen. Gathered into one by the Holy Spirit, let us pray as Jesus taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. Forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. You may be seated. I'd like to uh, share a few announcements uh, with you. And once again, uh, Pastor Lynn, thank you for the wonderful messages that you bring to us here at Wayne Zion, a really living word. And I just want to share my appreciation. You want to join with me? Thank you so much. The other thing I want to share, we've got a lot of announcements. Holly, if you're here, I'm going to have you make your way up. Kim, if you're here, I'll have you make your way up. Uh, we've got a lot to talk about this morning, as I shared some announcements a little bit earlier. Uh, as they're making their way up there, today's radio broadcast is given by Mary and Shane and Brett uh, Clausen in memory of Chuck Clausen. 
And last week, Terry Smothers gave for the radio broadcast on Easter for the memory of Dean. And I have Holly up here. We have an important announcement with regards to something very fun happening here at Wayne Zion. No pressure, but I'm going to ask for a hand raise after this announcement. <laughs> All right, so we heard Pastor Lynn talk about community and how important that is in our church. Uh, we have a great church family, and so the end of year for... Uh, Sunday school is going to be the 23rd, which is next Sunday, and we are going to have a party at the bowling alley in Monticello, so Legacy Lanes. Uh, we decided not to do it just for the Sunday school, to open it up to everybody because we are a church family, and uh, it's important that the kids all know everybody in the church and knows that you're all so much fun. So come and show them how fun you are. Uh, it is next Sunday, um, 10.30 to 12.30, so we're going to skip the social hall. We're going to go straight to the bowling alley. Uh, there's going to be pizza and drinks, um, and we would like as much as we can to do RSVP just to give Brian down there at Legacy Lanes an idea of how many people he should have staffed. Okay, so this is so. going to be our RSVP. Okay. I think it's absolutely fantastic what we've been able to accomplish with the volunteers that we have, with Holly leading us, with the preschool, with those. How many have teach, taught this uh, past year? Raise your hand. And it's great. Intergenerational. Thank you for teaching. And give yourselves a round of applause for that. Now... I don't even know the first thing about bullying, but I am going in support of these kids and I'm going to lift them up because they are the future of our church. I like pizza, but it's not my first choice. I'm a meat and potatoes pastor, but I'm going to eat pizza and I'm going to drink soda pop or whatever you call it. And uh, I'm going to celebrate these kids, and I'm going to go. How many are going with me? Because I need a count. Next Sunday, how many are coming with me? Come on, how many are coming with me to celebrate these kids? And the older, the better. One more time. Okay, Holly, you see that? I think we've got 150. Yes. Maybe 20. <laughs> Come to the bowling alley. Celebrate our youth. And you don't some... have to bowl. So oh, no, you, you don't have to bowl. Hang out. Here's the thing. Uh, we never meant for this to happen, Kathy. We had this wonderful thing called the sesquicentennial. Did I say that right? No. No, I did not. What? Quincentennial? Sesquicentennial. 150th anniversary. We never meant for this to happen. We received gift of money to help seed that project. And when it was all said and done, we had money left over. And so that money is going to help with Valor Quilts, but it's also paying for all the bowling, all the pizza, and all the pop next Sunday. So it won't cost you a dime. Now, how many are going to join Pastor next Sunday? <laughs> all right, we have another announcement. Good morning. I'm Kim Miller. Um, Craig would normally be up here talking, but he's gone for the weekend and asked me to fill in. If you look in your bulletin, you will see that the church is having a cleanup day, which is scheduled for next Saturday. According to the forecast at this point, the weather should be good. So we are going to be trying to do some outside projects, which include washing windows, raking, mulching around trees, 
trimming bushes out front. We're going to be adding rock also to beds that need them. And hopefully we'll have time also to raise cemetery markers. Um, so if you are available next Saturday from 10 a.m. until 2, please bring gloves, rakes, spades, if you want to help with washing windows, buckets, and rags, and then uh, trimmers also for the shrubs. And we will be serving lunch here. I believe that is it for okay. my announcement. And if you like potlucks, oh, yes. come. Because it's a potluck, yes. is it not? Yes. So bring your you bring a side dish, yes. Bring a side dish. All right. Thank you, Kim, for that. Wonderful things to be community together. And so uh, thank you for that announcement. We've got Anna Hoosman coming up around the corner. We do have uh, Paul Behrens who is with us today. His birthday was on April 7th, the, the Monday, Easter Monday, right after Easter. Can you believe it? 1923. This... This young man was born into this world, and he goes, I have no idea why, I'm, why God put me here. And I tell you what, he is the most humble, uh, gracious, loving, kind person that I know. And so at this time, I'd like to have Paul stand, and anyone else who has a birthday in April. Do we have any birthdays in April? This is our time to sing. It's very good, Warren, Landon. Look at all these birthday people. All right, yeah. No, no, you got to stay standing up, Warren. And we're going to sing Happy Birthday, Paul and Friends, because he's 100. Don't mind doing that? Here we go. Stay after church. Uh, the family, Kevin, is hosting with his uh, sisters, uh, and uh, they are going to be uh, out front here um, with our coffee time. And then they're serving a special lunch for you in honor of Paul. And uh, you've got to take a look. Uh, I found something out about Paul, uh, and it was um, uh, Paula who told me this. He... Uh, he allowed, the car, he allowed the kids to ride in his car, but they were not to touch the outside of the car. And uh, he polished it. And you'll see a picture there. And I can't believe he put his foot up on the polished uh, chrome bumper, but he did. Check out that picture when you go through the receiving line. Uh, let's see, what else do we need to talk about? Um, please sign up for a radio broadcast. You've been doing that quite well. And uh, I think that's... Anybody else have anything? Uh, the clipboards have been going around. Uh, we're looking for volunteers for v VBS and uh, other things. All right. With that, I'm going to invite you to rise, receive this blessing. The Lord God Almighty bless you and keep you. His face to shine upon you, be gracious to you, and to breathe on you the living hope and the peace so that you can go and proclaim what you heard and what you hear each time that you gather in this church. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.
We're going to sing a really neat song, and Barb is going to be mic'd on this to help us. We need to learn this one, according to Barb. Share the good news. Thanks. Be God. Liturgy, copyright 2021, Augsburg Fortress, all rights reserved. Music and lyrics reprinted with permission under one license, number A-729734, all rights reserved.